my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today, as always. And be sure if you need anything, give us a call at healthmasters.com or send us an email at the contact form at Health Masters or give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. If y'all saw, you voted it won the product of the week, the B-Complex, probably by far, in my opinion, and in a lot of research, one of the best B vitamin supplements in the entire world. This product is extremely high-dosed, very effective, loaded with very high doses of methylated B vitamins that are bioactive that really feed your cells. This product alone is one that I've probably get the most feedback on from talking about energy-wise. This and the magnesium brain food, they're probably neck and neck. But this product for a lot of people, remember, B vitamins are water-soluble. They do not really build up in the system long term. They're excreted out if you, you know, once you have them in your system and they're gone. So you have to continually fill your body with B vitamins. I had a really good friend of mine who's dealing with a breakup and he was over yesterday and we were talking to him. He was just going through a rough time and he was asking me, he's like, what can I, you know, get on just basic supplements to start feeling a little bit better? And I said, the B complex, the five HTP and the omega three fats. I said, if you're trying to stay in a light budget and keep something effective to really boost your mood, those three are the staple and B complex being one of the main ones because it doesn't have really, really effective job at boosting the mood and helping with energy and adrenals. And then the 5-HTP, which actually helps the body produce more natural serotonin and feeds the body, gives it fuel. And then the omega-3 fats, that product, omega-3s, our, our omega-3 is incredible, loaded with DHA, bathes the brain in omega-3 fats, which really helps reduce depression in most cases and can also help elevate mood. There's been numerous, numerous research studies that have gone in and shown that elevated levels of omega-3 fats in the diet help out with mood, can reduce depression, can help with eyesight, can help out with focus, and it's really important in children. That's why I've continually told everybody we have the children's DHA liquid and the caps. That is a staple for young children, my friends. I mean that sincerely. If there's anything, and I put it together on the website a while back ago in a kit, and it was the back-to-school kit, and it was the omega-3 DHA, the children's DHA cod, with the ultimate multiple chewable. If anything, you're going to run your kids on, those two are it. And it was like, the kit's like $60 or something, 65 bucks. And I mean, it'll last for quite a while. There's 120 chewables, and you know, it's an eight-ounce bottle of cod. B vitamins and omega-3 fats are absolutely crucial. So be sure to check out the B Complex on sale right now at healthmasters.com. And uh, again, if you need anything, feel free to give us a call. The first thing I wanted to bring up, because you know yesterday I talked about how this entire EV scam that they're trying to push, and quite frankly, I think it's also a money laundering scheme to push these green energy bills. You notice every time they pass one of these trillion-dollar bills, they always have green energy subsidies in it. Well, remember, a lot of these companies now have turned allegedly green simply to get these massive subsidies. Always remember Tesla not Nikolai Tesla, the car company, Tesla. The whole point in his basis when he started running his company, they started building those cars. He was completely and totally insolvent. The company was losing money hand over fist. He had to constantly keep getting money from the government and these green climate subsidy programs that kept the company afloat to keep producing them. A lot of these companies, if they did not keep getting federal grant money, 
they would not exist. They could not function because it's not a sustainable platform whatsoever. It's unbelievably expensive to build a lot of these systems. We talked about yesterday with the lithium mining and the cobalt mining, how unbelievably toxic it is and how extremely cost ineffective it is. Even with cobalt dropping 50%, it's still running around $45,000 a ton. You think about that compared to just about any other like mineral or metal that's used in an industrial complex like that. It's very, very expensive. Well, now in Europe, the EU is already starting to cave on their 2035 combustion engine ban, discussing on allowing all vehicles to run on e-fuel when it comes to emission requirements. Now, if you guys know anything, e-fuel is something that Porsche came up with because, I mean, Porsche, you know, that's just perfection as far as in the race world. They decided to come up with a synthetic type of fuel that has zero emissions, yet it can be ran in essentially every single internal combustion engine vehicle in the entire world. You don't have to do conversions. It's not like ethanol E85 where you're running on race fuel or E85 and you got to have, you know, different conversions in there and sensors that handle it. This stuff can pretty much be ran in any normal car, and uh, it's very expensive right now. However, there's more technology that's coming out discussing the fact that there may be able to ways to actually make this e-fuel out of oil and transfer it through certain chemical processes. Now, is this going to be something that is cost-ineffective? I have no idea. This is in its infancy. It just came out a few years ago. But the uh, new report that came out of the Euro says they're drafting a plan to allow the sale of new cars with internal combustion engines to run on e-fuels. The plan comes as part of a compromise proposal with Germany over the existing 2035 ban plans. Because essentially, as I've told you before, there's no sustainable pattern for the vehicle industry to start making EV everything, not to mention the infrastructure, not to mention the mining, not to mention the batteries, not to mention the cars are worthless in 10 years, none of it whatsoever. So I find it funny now they're already starting to backtrack on this. This is one of the reasons why. Because the demand for EV has dropped off dramatically as more and more people have started to realize the scam in plain sight. So I encourage you, you want to support the manufacturers actually producing good vehicles that aren't going to be electric, that are going to monitor and track everything you do, buy a vehicle that's not EV. These things are not cost-effective whatsoever, and I can tell you from being in the auto industry, the resale on these things is abysmal at best, so be very cautious if you're getting involved in any of that. Also, too, in other news, I thought this was funny as well. You keep hearing this whole rhetoric about Poland and Poland war stance and Poland doing this you know, argument with Russia and Back and forth, back and forth. Well, now it's coming out that Poland's still doing billions and billions of dollars in business with Russia, and it's the third biggest exporter to Russia and Europe. So what we constantly keep hearing, I've told you guys this before in Ukraine, it's complete and total theater. I don't believe about 90% of what I hear that's going on over there right now, just like allegedly when the bumbling buffoon took a secret train trip with a limited security team to go meet with Zelensky, and they had the air raid sirens off, and they had the whole team there to record everything. That was 100% theater, in my opinion. I don't even – I have a hard time even believing he was in Ukraine. You watch the movie Wag the Dog. You make your own decision on that. You start realizing how unbelievably corrupt and manipulative the mainstream media is. Also, in other news, this is something also interesting is Amazon has been going in and strip mining certain companies. I mean, just taking people's jobs, coming in and offering people jobs, ruining companies. I knew a company in Orlando that Amazon went in and totally headhunted them. They went in and headhunted like half their staff. 
said, we're going to give you this 90-day extra pay. We're going to give you the signing bonus and all this stuff. And then after the 90 days and the signing bonus is up, you know, you go back to normal pay. And they took a huge amount of the staff. Now a lot of the staff's quitting Amazon or they're being fired. There's another article that just came out from Bloomberg reporting that Amazon is now going to be laying off an additional 9,000 employees in the coming weeks. This has reduced its headcount already by 18,000, the largest job of cuts in the company's history. And so this is what I've told you about Amazon from the very beginning. They don't care about their customers. They don't care about their employees. They care about making sure they can have enough profits to keep going with their backside with the military-industrial complex. Remember, Amazon's primary sales are military contracts. They are government server contracts. People still fail to realize that. Amazon is just a fantastic way to build a retail global monopoly to get people completely and totally dependent on one company so when that one company decides that they're not going to sell a product you want, there's no other option because there is no other company to buy it from because they've bought up everybody. We've watched this happen, Dad and I, with multiple companies, including one company, a toothpaste company that we were very close with, that we were doing a lot of business with, and they continually, continually, continually went along with Amazon. They would do anything Amazon asked. And there's, oh, well, Amazon's ordering 5,000 things of our toothpaste. We have to cater to them. doesn't matter any of our retail customers. doesn't matter any of our wholesalers. Amazon wants another 10 pallets. And they did this. And Amazon continued to undercut them, continued to undercut them, until finally the company filed bankruptcy and was dissolved. It didn't even exist anymore. And whether or not Amazon bought them up for pennies on the dollar, I don't know. I haven't seen them ever again. But I've watched this happen repeatedly as their predatory pricing knows no bounds. With Amazon. So again, I encourage you, buy from companies you trust, buy from companies you support, and look at what their background is, my friends. Look at what they're actually doing. Look if the, look at their if they're going in and matching their employees, you know, as far as if they want to go in and support Planned Parenthood like Starbucks does. They'll match every dollar their employees donate to Planned Parenthood or other abortion clinics. Really find out who you're supporting because I have said this for the longest time and it has been very true now. We've seen this come into effect. When you vote with your dollar, it can play an absolutely crucial role in the decision and the direction that certain things go because essentially the country runs off transactions and money. Money is the form of you – know, it's a means to do transactions. You start using your money and supporting companies that are doing what they can to keep the truth alive, doing what they can to keep people healthy and strong, doing what they can to really support the American patriot Christian community. It shows instead of funneling the money into – pedophile Disney, you know, and all their other weird stuff they're involved in over there, continue to stay strong, continue to make decisions based on what you know to be the best option and that you know to be true. What do you think, Dad? Absolutely great opening. Absolutely great opening, Austin. And we have to continue to make the decisions that we know that are going to be the best for the United States of America, best for our families, best for our relationship with God, best for our walks with Jesus and all the rest of it. We have to make sure we make the best choices you know, sometimes decisions are put in front of us that we have to make that are difficult. Sometimes the decisions are easy because of freedom of will that God gave us. You know, we have the choice to make the decisions to do the right thing before God or not to do the right things before God. It's all up to us as far as what we do. You know, we saw that whole stuff start on Adam and Eve. You know, when I go into the angel wars and I start talking about what happened in the pre-Adamic race and all the other things that have happened prior to the writing of the book of Genesis, you're going to see how important that freedom of will is, including with angels. And we've got to get this and got to get through our heads and we've got to realize that the choices we make today, the choices that we make on an ongoing basis that are so important 
will echo for eternity. And we've got to understand that those choices are so important because nobody's promised tomorrow. You know, many of us have health problems, have had health problems. I had some years ago with my heart. Austin did, too. And when that when that happens to you, when you have a health issue that could have taken you out, and could have killed you, you begin to realize very, very quickly at that point that every day is a bonus, that when you're basically above ground and you're still sunny side up <laughs> and you're still walking and talking and proclaiming the goodness and the greatness of God, that those are the days that you have and make the best out of those days. And, I, and I've learned a long time ago, you know, and I've, I've made this decision a long time ago. There are certain people out there that when you get around them, they bring you down. There's certain people out there when you associate with them, they bring you down. There's certain things that you have in your life that will bring you down, certain things in your life that will build you up. And you've got to choose the good. You've got to choose the good things. You don't have to eat from the Garden of Eden, from the forbidden fruit. You don't have to do that. You can walk away from it and say, no, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm going to serve the Most High God all the days of my life, and I'm going to bring honor and glory to him. We all have the seeds of greatness in us. There's a little bit of difference, though. For some reason, I guess it's because of the way God is omnipresent, and he sees the beginning, and he sees the end, and he goes, I am the alpha. I am the omega. I am the beginning, and I am the end. He knows what your life's going to be. He knows the days of your life. He knows when you're going to be born. He knows when you're going to die before it ever, ever even happens. He tries to direct the course of your life through your fractal timeline, through all the choices that you have to make all the days of your life to give you the best possible outcome. He wants you to be the best that you can possibly be, but you've got to be led by the Holy Spirit. You have to ask him to be led by the Holy Spirit, to be directed as far as what he wants you to do with your life. Otherwise, you just wander around wondering what you're supposed to do because you're not being led by God himself. He will direct the course of your life. He will direct the paths of your life. He will let you meet certain people that you never thought you were going to meet. He'll put you in certain situations that you never thought you'd be in. He'll do all kinds of things. Now, the evil one, he'll put you in certain situations that are bad. He'll put you in certain places that are bad. He'll try to destroy you. Because remember, the Bible says very clearly, the evil one, the devil, he comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. But God has come to give you life and give you life in abundance. But you've got to direct your paths towards him. Because we all have to make choices every single day of our life as to what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's easy. If you know whether or not you want to, you know, drive through a speed trap at 100 miles an hour and you know the cops are down there, that's a choice that you don't have to make. Unless <laughs> yeah, you want a wild ride to chase, you don't have to do those choices. If you know if you hang out with certain people, do certain things, you have certain problems in your life that cause all kinds of hardships for you, you probably need to avoid that and avoid getting involved with certain types of people. And you know, it's, it's important because I've seen that my entire life. And so you're right, Austin. We've got to make the right choices and help the right people and support the right people. You've got to pray every single day. You've got to pray every single day like it's all up to God, and then you've got to work like it's all up to you. And you've got to ask God to direct and to guide the course of your life. I want you guys to pray with me right now. I want you to accept Christ. I really do. This, this is important. You've got to understand a lot of you guys are new listeners. You don't know who you are in Jesus yet. You've got to realize what you can and can't do and who you need on your side. Father, right now, pray with me. Father, right now, I ask you in the name of Jesus to come into my heart. I ask you to forgive me for the sins that I've committed in my life. I ask for you to direct me and guide me all the days of my life and to basically be my mentor, my God, the person that I'm going to follow all the days of my life, the God that I'm going to choose. 
ask you to forgive me for the sins that I've done. I repent for what I've done, Lord, and ask you now to bring Jesus into my heart. I accept the infilling of the Holy Spirit and all the things that you want me to do for me in my life, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Now, friends, if you prayed that prayer with me this morning, if you did what I just told you to do and you prayed with me and you meant it in your heart and you realize that God is God and Jesus is Jesus and he died for your sins and he was resurrected, then you're born again and you've accepted Christ and your whole life will change. But we have to understand that. We've got to start with that step. God plays checkers with us every single day. He always plays checkers. It's like this. I bring a checkerboard to you and we've set up the checkerboard. And I make a move, you make a move. I make a move, you make a move. I make a move, you make a move. I make a move and you don't move, right? That's how it works. Sometimes people say, I don't want to play checkers. Well, at that point in time, it's just time for God to fold up the checkerboard, put the checkers away, and go on to someone else. And that's how life works, isn't it? Every once in a while, we'll find ourselves in a position where you have an incredible leading of the Holy Spirit. And you feel as though it's that time for me to start making those choices in my life. They're going to change my future forever. And when you have that moment with God, when you have that time, when you're in tears and you know what you've done has been wrong and you know you've got to change your life, it's that time that you've got to bring honor and glory to God. It's that time you've got to accept Christ. It's that time you've got to start making the choices and the changes that you need in order to bring forth what God wants for you and for your life. God puts seeds of greatness in all of us. He allows all of us to be all things to him through Christ if we're willing to follow him and do us right in his eyes. That's so important that we understand that because the Bible says this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. I will be glad. In it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But you got to take that step. You got to make that choice. Certain lifestyle behavioral patterns have to go away. Certain things like going out and getting drunk at parties and all the other crazy stuff that people do, going out and basically doing drugs, all the other crazy stuff that people do, all that stuff has to come to a screeching halt. You say, well, God doesn't want me to have any fun. Sure, God wants you to have fun. Sure he does. He's a great God. He wants you to have everything and have it in abundance, but he doesn't want you to do things that are going to hurt you, that are going to cause you to be hurt, to cause you to be damaged. He wants you to be all things to him, for him, through him. I mean, God is a great God. He wants you to go out and laugh and have fun, meet new friends and make new, you know, make new acquaintances and talk to other people about Jesus and what they've done. You don't have to get drunk to have fun at a party. You don't have to go out and do things you know you're not supposed to do to have fun with God or to be blessed according to your wishes or your will for your life. Because if you do certain things, you may make money from them. You may do certain things that may gratify you from a monetary standpoint. But what's it doing to you on the inside? What's it doing to you? If we know what's right in God's eyes and we don't do it, and at that point in our life, we have to ask ourselves the question, who do we serve? Is it money we serve? Is it pleasure we serve? Last week, I did an entire show, or maybe in the week before that, on idols. And what's your idol? And what does that idol mean to you? And what does it mean to you to serve that idol? When we have God Almighty on our side, there's nothing we can't do. God plus one is always a majority. Never confuse the will of God with the will of the majority. Because God's word and God himself stands above all of it. That's why we have hope in Christ. We have hope in Jesus. We have hope in being led by the Holy Spirit. Because without that hope of who we are and that God made us in his image, without that hope, there is no hope. All we can do is go from one earthly thing to another earthly thing to another earthly thing. Because it's through the infilling of the Holy Spirit that brings us righteousness, peace, and joy. That gives us contentment in our lives so we can go from day to day and realize 
I'm in covenant with the Most High God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. My life does not depend on earthly things and worldly things and the things of the flesh, the things that go away, all the things that you'll leave behind you when you leave this planet. It means what you mean, that your life depends and your future depends, your eternity depends on the relationship that you have with God Almighty. That's what it depends on. Every once in a while, we'll get into a situation where, you know, we get around people that we shouldn't be around. At that point in time, the Holy Spirit will say to us, flee. Just flee. I've had that happen to me in my own life. You get around certain people in certain situations, and suddenly God says, it ain't the right place. It ain't the right time, and you ain't supposed to be here. It's time for you to go. And when you get one of those leadings like that, you need to listen. Because if you listen to the Holy Spirit, if you're led by the Holy Spirit, he will bring you a life. A fulfillment, a life of abundance, a life of victory, a life of direction and guidance through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, which fulfills you for all eternity. That's the key to this life, this short time we're on this planet. I mean, yesterday, in my mind, because we're in a linear timeline, and it's, it doesn't work that way in heaven. There's, it's just like an eternal now, but we're in this linear timeline of time, of being in school or being in college or all the rest of it. Yesterday, it feels like I was in college. The day I'm here talking to you, many years later, yesterday it feels like I was a college professor. Yesterday it feels like I was starting the business health masters. Yesterday it feels like I was, you know, getting married to Sharon, you know, so many decades ago. It was yesterday in my mind. Time means nothing. Age means nothing. None of this means anything in the eternal perspective of life, in the eternal perspective of eternity. Always remember that. And I kind of got on a preaching rant this morning. I was praying for you guys this morning and praying for some friends and people that I've just met. And I tell you what, I got a real strong anointing on me. Holy Spirit started speaking to me, letting me know that this is the day that he wants you to change. This is the day he wants you to make a commitment. This is the day he wants you to accept Christ. This is the day he wants your life changed. This is the day that's going to turn your life around. So if, you, if, that, if that ministers to you this morning, my friends, receive it and realize that God loves you, and I tell you what, he loves everybody. He doesn't like everybody, but there's some of you out there listening right now. He really, really likes you, and he loves you, and he wants you to be part of his life all the days of your life and throughout eternity. I just thought I'd mention that to you, but I got into real preaching mode this morning. I was praying for you guys, and I tell you what, guys, receive what I told you this morning. All right, I got to make this my first story. Circus politics are intended to distract us. Don't be distracted. This is an excellent article by John Whitehead, who I really like. Now, here's what he says. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm still under a real strong anointing, so I'm going to try to get through this best I can. There's nothing more dangerous than a government of the many controlled by the few. Lawrence Lessig, Harvard Law Professor. It is easy to be distracted right now by the bread and circus politics that have dominated the news headlines lately. But don't be distracted. Don't be fooled. Not even a little. We're being subjugated, subjected to the oldest con game in the books, the magician's sleight of hand that keeps you focused on the shell game in front of you while your wallet is being picked clean by ruffians in your midst. This is how tyranny rises and freedom falls. I remember a few years ago, but a break from this article. Got to calm myself down for a second. I, 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 I was in Buenos Aires, and I was wearing a friend's watch. It was like a Rolex, but it wasn't a Rolex. It was a fake Rolex, and I'll never forget <laughs> Of my the guy at the concierge desk at the hotel, his is in Buenos Aires, says to me, you need to take that watch and put it in your pocket. And I said to him, I said, 
it's a it's a Invicta. It's not a real Rolex. <laughs> he looked at me, started laughing. He goes, "It doesn't matter. It looks like a real Rolex. They will knock you in the head and take this watch off of you if you walk down the streets of Buenos Aires wearing this watch." And I said. I have an idea right now. I'm going to put this watch in my pocket. <laughs> he said, that's a great idea. He said, this morning we had a lady wearing a watch that was expensive in the streets of Buenos Aires. They brought her in here. So he bopped her in the head. She's bleeding everywhere. She had to get stitched up, taken to the hospital because they wanted her watch that quick. So we go downtown. They were giving us a terrible exchange rate, terrible exchange rate for money for the, for the, for the, for the, for the, for the, for the currency there in Argentina. And I thought, this is crazy. I can get a better rate than this on the street. You know, one of the vendors. So I find this one vendor. He's going to give me like twice as much money as the hotel was going to give me for a dollar. And he says, just follow me and we'll get you changed. Get the money changed out for you. We go up this set of stairs. We go into this hallway. And then another hallway led down into a basement. And it wasn't real well lit. And I looked at him and I said, do you think I'm nuts? Do you think I'm going to follow you down a dark hallway into a basement? <laughs> I said, I'm not going anywhere with you. If you want to do a transaction with me as far as currency, we're going to do it out here in the street in the bright sunlight where everybody can see us. That's being led by the Holy Spirit. And that's what John Whitehead is talking about. You're going in and you're being picked clean. This old con game by ruffians in your midst. And that's how tyranny rises and freedom falls in the United States of America. What characterizes the American government today is not so much dysfunctional politics as it is ruthlessly, ruthlessly contrived governance carried out behind the entertaining, distracting, and disingenuous curtain of political theater. And what the political theater is is this, diabolically Shakespearean at times, full of sound and fury, yet in the end it is simply nothing. We are being ruled by a government of scoundrels, spies, thugs, thieves, Gangsters, ruffians, rapists, extortionists, bounty hunters, battle-ready warriors, and blood, cold-blood killers that communicate using a language of force and oppression. The U.S. government now poses the greatest threat to our freedoms. More than terrorism, more than domestic terrorism, more than gun violence and organized crime, even more than the perceived threat posed by a single politician, the U.S. government remains a greater menace to the life, liberty, and property of its citizens than any of the so-called dangers from which the government claims to protect us. No matter who has occupied the White House in recent years, the deep state has succeeded in keeping the citizenry divided and each other's throats. After all, as long as we're busy fighting each other, we'll never manage to present a unified front against tyranny in any form. Divide and conquer is the strategy. Unfortunately, what we are facing is tyranny in every form. Now, I'm not going to read you any more of this because I don't want to tie up the rest of the show with it. But I'm going to post it so you guys can see it and understand that this is one of those articles that's a must read. We've got to read it. Now, I'm going to say one other article here, and I'm going to say this to you guys. You guys know that I feel that Donald Trump has really, really abandoned the American people. Now, I don't know why he's done that. I don't know why he's tried to split everybody up and Guys, you notice he didn't get arrested yesterday at Bar-a-Lago, and there wasn't a human moat of people around him. But he sure got a lot of political, how should I say, clap capital from that. And, and you know, this, the sad about, part about all of this stuff is we have to ask you, we have to ask the question. You know, who had it worse? This is an article that came out from Vice.com. I haven't read the whole article, but I, I want to find this analogy with you on this because Trump's being used as a martyr for us in this circus world of politics that we're involved in. And the article reads and says, who had it worse, Trump or Jesus Christ? Now, I'm going to say something here very quickly. There is no comparison to what Trump has gone through and what Christ went through. Christ took on the entire sins of the world and was nailed to a cross and died, was buried, and was resurrected by God Almighty. That ain't Donald Trump. 
But he goes on to say, in MAGA world and Christian nationalism circles, many Trump supporters see the imminent arrest as eerily similar to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. This, there's no arrest that never happened. Some of Donald Trump's supporters can't help but see similarities between the plight of their beloved former president who's in hot water, legally speaking, for alleged schemes surrounding hush money to a porn star and the suffering of Christ. I can't even believe they make this analogy. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office reportedly preparing to indict Trump in relation to a $130,000 payment from his lawyer and fixer to Stormy Daniels in exchange for silence prior to the 2016 election. Now, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys read this article on your own. But, you know, it's important that we understand something. Many people who worship Trump, they see him as heaven sent. They see him like a Christ-like figure, despite his crass language, his reported philandering, his scant evidence that he regularly attended church or even attended church at all before running for presidency. Mike Pence has now come out, which I don't like Mike Pence either, and said that he's really doubting his Christianity. His presidency, his presidency helped usher in a new era of, quote, Christian nationalism, a right-wing philosophy who adherents believe Trump is an omission to restore God's kingdom in America by transforming his laws and cultural institutions to reject evangelical Christian values, a widely cited identified Christian nationalism as a dominant ideology among the January 6th Capitol riot, rioters. There was a riot, by the way. It was a Capitol arrest what it was. And there's even a book, President Donald Trump, The Son of Man, The Christ, written by a Trump supporter. This is pure blasphemy. This was done and pushed on us in order to basically allow us to have a person to hang our hat on to say that Donald Trump is our Messiah. It's not true. Jesus Christ is our Messiah. The only hope that we have in this world today is for the world to turn back to Christ and to realize that we must follow him and not Donald Trump. I've talked about this at length before. Donald Trump is but a man, as we all are but men and women on this planet right now. The hope that we have is in God Almighty himself and prayer. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes the reality and the fabric of space-time. I've done shows on that before and what it does and how it affects things through scalar energy fields. Listen to me, friends. We can do all things through Christ. Trump ain't your Messiah. Trump is not who you think he is. He's a high-level Masonic leader, in my opinion. He was put here as a distraction, as we read in that prior article by John Whitehead, as a circus clown show with a three-winged circus to keep us distracted as to what's really going on with the banking systems, the drug cartels, the international mafiosa groups that run the world and run the planet. He's put here as a distraction, as, in all, as are all politicians, unless they're constantly talking and serving Christ, as are all politicians. I won't name any names. Remember, Hillary Clinton never got locked up, even after Vince Foster. After Vince Foster, the whole thing should have been shut down and closed up, and the Clinton crime cartel and the Clinton crime family should have been shut down. The Biden crime cartel, the laptop from hell from his son, none of it. Nobody's been prosecuted. These people are actors on a stage giving us the breaded circuses of the ancient Roman amphitheater to keep us distracted so we don't see who the real rulers are. Remember. You keep your hearts, you keep your minds in Jesus, for he is, he is the author, he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith, and we can do all things through Christ, including stand through this mess. I love you guys. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, that's absolutely well said, man. And I mean, yeah, what you just talked about, and I saw the same thing with that article, too, um, it's pure blasphemy, in my opinion, just 100%. I mean, you just, you could just put that for what it is. They have done this intentionally to try to make Donald Trump the next martyr, so to speak, as you just said. And um, honestly, it's it's embarrassing to me to be a Christian, 
to know what I believe, and to see so many patriots actually go along with this level of lunacy, it's embarrassing, the highest level. And the sad part about it is this is what happens with mind control. <laughs> MK Ultra, CIA started it back a long time ago, and it started way before then. This is what happens when you allow yourself to be programmed by the mainstream media. This is what happens when you allow yourself to be programmed by what they tell you, by what they demand that you believe, by what they encourage you to believe, by what they continually tell you. This is the narrative. This is it. This is a direct result of propaganda and mind control in MKUltra, and we're now watching it happen with American patriots that claim to be patriots that now are just saying some of the most ludicrous stuff. I still remember after the election was stolen in 2020 and the January 6th event happened, and then bumbling buffoon Biden took over. I guess he tried to. He kind of stumbled up there. I don't even know if he knew where he was at. I think he. Was, I think they just bribed him with pudding and ice cream so he could just say what he needed to and get off the stage. <laughs> but I remember there were people that I talked to. They they were getting into arguments, full blown arguments with me. And they said, "Listen, you don't understand, Austin. This is this this is just the plan with Q. Trump is running everything from Mar-a-Lago. He is still the president. Nothing's going on right now. He's already taken over the military." The military is operating through Murilago with the DOD working with Trump and Murilago. None of this is happening right now. And I looked at him. I said, "Well, what planet are you living on? We don't Where where do you live at? No, you don't understand, Austin. You have to trust. You're not trusting hard enough." I said, "Because what you're saying is moronic. Nothing you're saying is factual. You're living in your own little made-up reality that doesn't exist. No, you just you don't believe hard enough." Okay, this conversation's over with. Dad remembers too. I've had multiple conversations like that with people. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done talking to you now. Like, if this is really what you believe, and this is what they've continued to push, do you remember the constant cue to keep everybody sedated during the Trump presidency so nobody did anything, so nobody questioned anything he said? I still remember repeated people sending me emails. You don't understand. Trump is playing 97-dimensional chess. It's 87-dimensional this week. It's 145-dimensional next week on his chess game. You don't understand what he's doing. You guys have to trust the plan. Q knows everything that's happening. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty confident I just heard him say, take the guns and deal with due process later, while he told the ATF to go in and ban bump fire stocks and rewrite 1934 NFA law, unless I didn't hear that correctly. No, 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 you got to understand. They're just doing that as a chess piece. They're giving that up so they support something else and help something else. Uh, no, that's that's not how that works, and that's not how that happens. You don't give up your firearms. You say, well, listen, this is just three-dimensional chess, guys. We're going to give them all our guns because, hey, we know what the plan is next. No, the joke's on you. You gave up your guns. Now you're disarmed. Now you go into cattle cars, and now you go to concentration camps. Goodbye. Bad decision. Done. Ooh, that's, that's, that's how that works. So do not, under any circumstances, follow along what some people are saying when they tell you to simply blindly trust things that make no sense. Like Dad just said, if you're being led and something doesn't feel right, if you're going somewhere, if somebody's telling you to do something, if somebody's saying you have to turn this in, you have to go here, you have to do this, and you simply go, that doesn't sound like a good idea. I feel like I'm going to crime scene number two right now. I don't care what person's telling you it is. I feel like it's violating biblical law. It's violating constitutional law. Ask yourself the question, what's my exit strategy on this? Hmm? If I go down a dark, deep hallway 
to go do a you know financial exchange for a different currency in a different country, I'm asking myself my next question. Okay, I have no fire team here with me. I'm not armed. I'm in another country right now. I don't have a five-man team with me. I'm going to go down this dark alleyway where I have no idea where exits are, where entry points are, who's down there, what they have, what weapons they have, and now what happens when I get down there? There is no exit. You're just done. It's over with. You get beaten, bonked in the back of the head, and left on the ground bleeding until you wake up unconscious and everything's gone. That's how that happens all the time in other countries. So if you're going somewhere, if you're doing something, just use wisdom. I remember years ago, years ago, and I was driving. I was getting super mad. This is back probably when I was in my 20s. It's funny. It just popped in my head. And I remember I was there was a guy at a stop sign, and he was supposed to pull out, and the traffic was kind of heavy, and then there was no traffic. And I'm sitting on my horn. I'm getting really mad. I'm young. I'm just just being young and dumb. And uh, all of a sudden, I open my door. I'm, I'm going to get out of the – I'm getting out of my truck, and I'm going to go knock on his window and basically start yelling at him and tell him to move because I can't leave. And I opened my door, and then all of a sudden, I felt like somebody just hit me in the chest, like just stuck their hand out, just stuffed me right in the chest. And I went, boom, I stopped. And I went, whoa, what are you doing, Austin? What are you doing? You're about to approach another man in a vehicle stopped at a stop sign right now in the state of Florida. This is an absolutely stupid idea what you're about to do. And I put my leg back in the car. I closed the door. Sure enough, about a minute later, he drove off. And I said, okay, no harm, no foul, caught myself on that. I don't know what that guy was doing. He could have been on psychotropic drugs. He could have been on narcotics. He could have had a firearm in his lap not knowing what he's about to do with his life next. And I could have been just that guy that walked up to the window and took a forty-five right in the face, and I never even knew what happened. Be very cautious when you're getting in situations that you do not know what you're walking into because stuff can happen extremely fast. This is why I have said repeatedly, make sure you know how to handle yourself from a security standpoint, from a defense standpoint. And in my opinion, if you're a grown adult, you can legally do so. You get a concealed carry permit or in most states now, constitutional carries happen all over the place. You carry a firearm, but you know how to use it safely in an offensive or defensive manner if something occurs and you have to handle yourself, period. Because there are a lot of things that are happening right now, and it is our responsibility, especially if you're a father. You know, if you have kids, if you have a wife, if you have a family, not just for you. You're you're at the bottom of the priority list, guys. I'm letting you know that right now. You're at the bottom of the priority list if you have a wife and kids. They are at the top when it comes to your security detail, period. You do anything and everything you have to do at any point in time to make sure they're secure and safe, period. That is what you do. And if you don't know how to do that, I'm going to be real honest with you right now. You're not doing what you need to do to be an effective leader in your household. If you do not know how to defend your family, if you do not know how to defend your house, if you have not done scenarios at your house to know what to do, to know exactly how to handle your situation and cut your corners, you do not know what to do if you're out in public, you need to work on it. I'm encouraging you right now. I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm encouraging you because the stuff that I'm starting to see right now, they're intentionally trying to incite violence. There's tweets now that have been being posted by this Elliot Higgins guy on Twitter, and it's AI photos of Donald Trump being arrested and being grabbed and running away from New York PD. You can see that. It's all over. He, the first one that I pulled up right here, it, he posted it last night, and it's gotten 4.7 million views in one night. And he puts up there, I'm making pictures of Donald Trump getting arrested with AI while waiting for Donald Trump's arrest. And it looks, I mean, if you did not know, it looks 100% accurate because these are AI photos. 
what started to happen now with facial recognition and artificial intelligence and what they're able to project, build, and make you think, even with deep state, with deep think, excuse me, they're going to start doing things that you're going to believe with your eyes and you're going to believe with your ears, but none of it's going to be real. It's all going to be fake. Jesus talked about this in the next coming. He talked about that people are going to be completely and totally swindled. They're going to believe things, and people are going to be coming in his name that are complete and totally lying, and they are not from him. They are not from God Almighty. There's a lot of stuff that's going to start happening with artificial intelligence right now, in my opinion. And the stuff that I've seen over the last couple of years, it's very, very downright creepy, all the way to where people are talking. And it's a completely different voice saying weird, strange things, having photos of people doing weird, strange things that look 100% genuine. Do not be deceived. Focus and look at the truth of what's really happening and understand if you're being told something on a regular basis in order to make you go a certain direction, there's probably a reason why you're being told that. And if it's not following biblical values, you need to question it. I told you guys that from the start on Monday when dad and I were talking about how the nonsense that occurred over the weekend with, with Trump's arrest. And I've said, dude, what do you, what do you, I said, they nailed it perfectly. Why do you do it on a weekend? People are at home. People are with family. People are going to be on their phones. They're going to watch the marketing theater. They're going to build up the next episode for this week to get everybody distracted. Almost every single social media outlet has been pumping this stuff and talking about scenarios and all these different things. I'm like, dude, the only reason I brought it up is to tell you do not be distracted. There's a lot of stuff occurring right now that does not make sense, and there's a reason why. It's because it's designed to push you down a certain narrative. On other news as well, this is interesting. While we're hearing about all this total theater, the U.S. Virgin Islands, which I have covered repeatedly, and their lawsuit against J.P. Morgan, including CEO Jamie Dimon, they basically have stated that now Jamie Dimon, in a report, knew in 2008 that his billionaire client was a sex trafficker, argued U.S. Virgin Islands attorney Mima Liu during the Thursday hearing in front of Manhattan U.S. District Judge Jed Redkoff. Referring to the year Epstein was first criminally charged with sex crimes, if Staley is a rogue employee, why isn't Jamie Dimon? Leah said during the hearing, Staley knew, Dimon knew, J.P. Morgan knew, noting that there were several cash transfers and wire transfers made from prolific pedophile Epstein, including hundreds of thousands of dollars paid to several women, which flagged suspicion. They said they broke every rule to facilitate his sex trafficking in exchange for Epstein's wealth, connection, and referrals. This case was not just Les Daly. There were numerous documents to go far beyond his office to the executive suite and J.P. Morgan. Again, not anything that's new that we didn't already know, but the fact that you will not hear about this on any mainstream news outlet. This is on Zero Hedge covering this right now. And as we said before, Epstein was just a tool. He did exactly what they needed him to do. He did exactly what they paid him to do, and apparently he did it very well. I mean he was trafficking girls all across the entire world for probably the most highest individuals in government. Just my opinion. There's a reason why they would not allow Ghislaine Maxwell's testimony and her deposition to be released. They said the American population did not need to hear it. Well, that's interesting. Why, why, why is that? So we, we, our taxpayer fund, our taxpayer dollars are, you know, charging her. We're paying to basically try her, but we suddenly can't find out what she's saying and who she's tipping off. Well, that's because the names on the lists are probably current names, household names that you probably already talk about on a regular basis. My opinion. 
Continue to ask questions by all means. On top of that, if you know you're in your area, do the best you can to protect your children. Sex trafficking is not a joke. It's a very, very severe problem in the United States. It happens everywhere. Floor is very bad about it. When you're out and about, protect your children at all costs, as I said earlier. Use discretion. There's a photograph that somebody sent me on a post. I can't verify whether or not this is actually happening in Florida, but they said this is happening in Texas. Individuals are putting microfiber cloths or washcloths or paper towels in your door handle of your car, and they have fentanyl all over them. And they're waiting till you grab that paper towel or that microfiber and pull it out of your driver's side door and throw it on the ground. All of a sudden, you now have skin contact with fentanyl, which, as you guys know, is a topical synthetic opioid that's much, much stronger than morphine. It can kill you and overdose you just from touching it. They said this is a new way in Texas that they're now abducting people and carjacking people and basically trafficking people. Is they're watching whose who's, who's vehicles are out and about. They're watching people in parking lots. They go and put this cloth, this paper towel, this microfiber in your door handle. You're not paying attention. You're like, what is this nasty thing? Why did somebody put this here? You grab it, throw it out. All of a sudden, you don't know what happened. Just being a heads up on that. Don't know where else it's happening is. Can't verify it's actually going on in Florida. But one thing I can say If you are going to abduct somebody, this is a very effective way to do so, and law enforcement has already acknowledged this. So use caution, use discretion when you're out in public, especially if you're going to high-traffic areas where you're parking your car, out in areas that there are a lot of blind spots. That's why I always tell people, if you ever go with me anywhere, I very rarely ever park in Gen Pop. I'll I'll park illegally sometimes. I'll tell you that right now. I don't even care. I'll hard park right up front, and I'll park my vehicle there, especially if I'm running and do something. I do not park my vehicle out in the middle of cars where they're shoulder to shoulder, and I can't see what's behind other vehicles. Just I won't do it. If I have to park out somewhere, I'll park way out where I have full 360 view of everything around my vehicle while I'm walking out there, and I can see who's around me. I taught Lana to do the same thing with the kids because parking lots are one of the worst possible places to be caught in, especially when it comes to carjackings, muggings, and essentially trafficking and getting gripped up. Just my two cents on this. Don't know how this keeps going back to this, but it's just something I feel like I really need to share with everybody today because there's been some very weird stuff that's going on, and I want to make sure that everybody understands there's a weird, weird world out there, and it's our responsibility as adults, especially grown men and family, to take care of the loved ones around us. What do you think, Deb? Uh, great segment. Uh, this show is going to be a show of shows. Uh, this is a strong anointing today on this show, and there are a lot of people out there need to hear what we're talking about today, and they need to open their hearts and their minds to it, and they need to listen to the show two or three times. Because, you know, every once in a while, the Holy Spirit drops on me or on Austin really, really hard during a broadcast that did me this morning when I was praying. And then that day, I always I always know it's going to be a really interesting show because I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit. And this is why many of you who are listening right now, you need to hear this show twice, two times, three times, four times, five times. You think, well, that's silly. Ted. I don't have time to do that. Okay, whatever. Listen to it as many times as you can. Because we're giving you some really good advice, and Austin's right about the fentanyl. The cops are so careful now when they go to a crime scene to make sure they don't get exposed to fentanyl because they can kill you. I mean, it can kill you quicker than a quicker than a dead and a quick, dead quicker than a doggone rattlesnake. This is some bad stuff, guys. This is one of the main reasons we left Afghanistan because we no longer needed to supply the heroin through the CIA to run black ops and covert operations through mafioso groups all over the world. You know, because we now had fentanyl, we can manufacture it, you know, by the metric ton and distribute it globally. This is some poisonous, dangerous stuff. 
and you got to be really, really careful with it. If you've got a rag that's on your doorknob and you see it, chances are you need to use the electric door opener and you need to rinse off your doorknob and you don't need to touch it with your hands. Just thought I'd mention that. Or you may want to enter through another door. That's another way of doing it too. I would. If I saw a door that I had to open and touch and it had something on it like a rag, I would just crawl over the console. You think, well, can you really do that still? Can you still crawl over the console? Well, yeah, I can if I had to. I don't particularly want to do that, but I can do that. So be very, 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 very careful. By the way, I want to- let me add something else. Excuse sure, me. Let me add something else in that real quick, guys. If this does occur to you and you're on a public spot, there's also another option. It's in order to make sure and see if you've been targeted. You can also call 911 and dispatch and say something's on your vehicle and you do not know what it is. It could be possibly fentanyl. Law enforcement will come out there and they will do a field test on it. And you will know within a matter of minutes if it is contaminated. That's just an option. Get back to a safe area where you're around people and make that phone call. The only reason I say that is to know whether or not it was something that was just being petty and somebody did it, or if you really were targeted. If you really were targeted and there was fentanyl on that, that means you need to step up your entire security protocol when you go out and about, especially with family. That's what I want to add on there, Deb. God, I can't we're talking about this. It's like a weird world we live in now. Uh, but here's the thing, too, with that. If you're being targeted like that, chances are either you're either a young woman okay, or you've got young kids, period. So either way, it's a double whammy for moms because, quite frankly, this is sex trafficking in the United States as we now know it. It's very, very, very real. If you're dating online, this is really important. You need to know who you're going out with. You really do. You know, you need to meet in a public location. You really do. If at all possible, you need to get a phone number and do a background check on anybody you go out with before you meet with them. Very, very, very important. And if you can't do that, you got to have to ask yourself a question: Why? And then you got to show. Especially, you have to be so careful as far as being judicious. You know, when you meet when you meet the individual, there's a lot of bad people out there, guys. A lot, and you know, they're preying on women or they're preying on children. So be very, very, very careful with anybody you go out with, anybody you meet, because you don't know what their motive is and if they have an ulterior motive. Very important. It really, really, really is. I want to go back to this Rutherford Institute article real quick with John Whitehead. I only have a couple of minutes left, and I want to just cover a few more of these points because he's right. We are being we are being robbed blind by government of thieves. Americans no longer have any real protection against government agents empowered to seize private property at will. We are being taken advantage of by a government of scoundrels, idiots, and cowards. Journalist H.L. Mecken calculated that Congress consists of one-third more or less scoundrels, two-thirds more or less idiots, and three-thirds more or less platoons. <laughs> we are being locked up by a government of greedy jailers. We become a, a, an incarcerated state, spending three times more in our prisons than on the schools and imprisoning close to a quarter of the world's prisoners. Number f- Next one, we are being spied on by a government of peeping toms. The government, along with its corporate partners, is watching everything you do reading everything you write, listening to everything you say, and monitoring everything you spend. We are being ravaged by a government of ruffians, rapists, and killers. It's not just police shootings of unarmed citizens that are worrisome. It's the SWAT team raids gone wrong. More than 80,000 annually that are left are leaving innocent citizens wounded, children terrorized, and family pets killed. We are being forced to surrender our freedoms and those of our children to a government of extortionists, money launderers, and professional thieves. We are being held at gunpoint by a government of soldiers and a standing army, as if it weren't enough that the American military empire stretches around the globe and continues to leech much-needed resources from the American economy. The U.S. government is creating its own standing army of militarized police, of weapons, teams, and federal bureaucrats. 
That's the history right now of the United States and what we've turned into because of what I talked about this week already, the Patriot Act that happened after 9-11, the same as the Enabling Act that happened after the Reichstag was burned in Germany in 1933, almost the same verbiage, 1,500 pages pre-written before 9-11. Think about that for a second. Choke on that one. 1,500 pages written before 9-11 ever occurred. Yeah, think about that one, about how we got set up, who did it. The military industrial complex that that Eisenhower warned us about, all the other things that are happening around us as we speak, making us a police state without bars that we can see, but nonetheless completely confined within bars. It's important that we understand who we are in Jesus, friends. It's important that you listen to that first segment I did again. It's important that you understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that this is the day the Lord hath made. It's important to realize that the same power, listen to me, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead resides in you once you become a Christian, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I love you guys. What a show today. I appreciate you so much. Please send me emails. Ask Dr. Ted B at yahoo.com. I love talking to you. You guys are amazing. And thank you for your support of Health Masters. If you didn't support our website, healthmasters.com. If you didn't get your toothpaste and your deodorants and your vitamins and your supplements that we ship globally to you, if you did not get that from us, we couldn't be here bringing you the good news of Jesus and the truth about the news and what's going on. I love you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. You're 100% right. That's why I'm always so appreciative of customers that come in and customers I talk to and listeners. And we do this to continually get the truth out to the best we can. I mean, it's not, it's not something I just sit around like, let's do an entire hour broadcast commercial free every single day and spend hours prepping for it because, you know, I've got nothing else to do. Like, I'm pretty busy, but I do this because I know a lot of people rely on getting truth and true news and Christian true news. And there's a lot of alternative media platforms out there, and I appreciate you guys for choosing ours. I know some of them are pretty secular. They start using a lot of foul mouth language and a lot of really just stuff that it doesn't need to be in there. Start going to some really just stuff that just didn't need to be added. Some of these topics we talk about are not nice, though. Some of them are not happy, happy. However, some of them need to be addressed. That's why I brought up earlier, especially for moms. I'm a huge proponent of women taking firearm defensive classes and security classes because, quite frankly, a lot of times they're out and about with the kids by themselves. It's just simple as that. So understand your surroundings. At all times, use situational awareness, especially when you have kids. And do not, under any circumstances, feel embarrassed to ask either security or law enforcement to escort you out somewhere if you do not feel comfortable. I've told Landy that before. She's somewhere, and they got security guard. You're standing around doing nothing most of the time anyway. Say, hey. I need you to watch this go out here. I don't feel comfortable. Somebody's been watching us. I already told you about the confrontation Lana had in the parking lot of Target on one time. She almost had to draw her pistol on a guy. She had her hand on the grip ready to draw. It's not a fun scenario to be in, but what is the other option? <laughs> the other option is we're not going to talk about that because it's not going to happen because we have situational awareness and we'll do anything to protect our friends, our family, and our loved ones. So keep getting the truth out there, my friends. If you need anything, the healthmasters.com website is on ready to go the new one is about to be going live here very shortly so i encourage you to be on the lookout for it lots of cool things we're going to have on there including auto ship the product of the week the b complex as i mentioned earlier great for healthy nervous system great for adrenal immune function really good for stress response as i've told you b vitamins are used in enormous amounts whenever you're under stress and a lot of people constantly have things going on right now and are more stressed more than normal so be sure to check it out also too i'm probably going to put the uh, mood booster kit back on the front website the mood booster stack which is the one i talked to you about from my good friend that i gave him yesterday which is the 
B-Complex, the 5-HTP, and the Ultra Mega Fish Oil on a special discounted kit. It's like 80-something dollars. I'll, I'll find it on the website. And I'll put it on the front webpage. Really effective stack to help people get their mind and mood and overall well-being right, especially if they're feeling down or depressed because, quite frankly, there's no reason to feel like that. That's not of God. You've got to focus on the positive things. You have to be aware of what's going on. And, of course, taking the proper nutrients and giving yourself the right raw ingredients to produce the proper hormones in your body is also extremely crucial. Another one of those is making sure you maintain overall diet and staying away from foods that aren't healthy for you. You guys already know that. I talk to you about it every single day, every single week. So I appreciate the continued support. Thank you for allowing us to have this show every single day, commercial-free, without having to run ads and commercials, because I hate commercials, and I'm not going to do that to you if I don't like it. So I appreciate everything, my friends. Give us a call if you need anything, healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome evening. Stay strong, stay sharp, continue to keep your body, your mind, your soul strong, and we'll talk to you again back on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.